This is Ava Phillips, and you're listening to Wild Man. Whoa, whoa, what is it again? <laughs> okay, this is Ava Phillips, and you're listening to Wild Man and Steve. You are about to listen to the intersection of faith, talk, and music. The Wild Man and Steve show starts right now. This episode was pre-recorded on Twitter Spaces. All right, it looks like we're starting to see some people start to join us here. Uh, this is going to be a really uh, a cool episode here, I think. Uh, oh, here we go, man! I see Les is in the uh, Les is in the house, as they say. So yeah, so this is kind of cool for people that are going to be listening uh, both live and I think uh, you know we're, we're recording this. And uh, we'll, we'll put this out later as well, so people may be listening after the fact. But uh, this is really a cool thing for the Wild Man Steve show to be doing uh, one of the Twitter spaces. Uh, so it's a live, it's basically like the old radio call-in shows, wouldn't you say, Wild Man? Yeah, absolutely. Give awesome. me one second here, Steve. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the old radio call-in shows where, you know, the DJ would have a, a guest or something. And uh, they'd say, okay, caller, you're on the air, you know, and people would get to talk to uh, the, the guest or whatever. So, uh, this is kind of a cool thing. Um, we're, we're just kind of getting started in, in this aspect, uh, of the show. So uh, we're really excited tonight. Uh, we're looking to have, uh, Les Carlson from blood good and, um, and Rex Carroll from uh, white cross and King James on talking about, uh, lots of stuff. Really. Uh, Les has got some new music coming out, uh, from a solo uh, project that he's doing. Uh, Rex has got some new music coming out with White Cross, and both of these guys are going to be at something that I got to say has got to be the most appropriately named metal concert ever. It's called Immortal Fest. Immortal Fest coming up uh, very soon uh, over in Ohio. So lots of good stuff to talk about tonight. I got to say, uh, folks, you know, share with your friends, tell them to join and uh, listen in live. Of course, like I say, uh, we are recording this, uh, and so we'll put this out for um, for one of our uh, other episodes. Uh, I was talking with Wildman earlier, and uh, we were talking about you know setting the show up, and and he said you know there's a couple things he's got to do to make sure the, the guests are on and everything, and uh, I can see Les is already here with us, and and uh, Wildman is uh, working on getting Rex Carroll connected, and uh, he says so Steve, he says you know while I'm doing that. Uh, you're going to have to kind of keep everybody entertained. And I'm thinking to myself, this is my moment. As listeners or fans of the Wild Man and Steve show know, uh, I keep threatening to take over the show and simply call it the Steve show. Well, Wild Man basically gave me the opportunity to do that when he told me that I need to entertain or vamp a little bit 
while he's getting stuff set up uh, kind of behind the scenes there. So uh, who knows? This thing may turn into the, uh-oh, it looks like, uh-oh, it looks like Wildman's back on. I may get cut off. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, I, I did hear everything you said there, sir. So, uh, you know, I, I know you were you were trying to throw me under the bus and which is but, you know, I, I get used to that. You know, that, that that's just that's just you. You know, that that's what you do. So I, I get it. I understand. Uh, but hey, it looks like everybody's here as far as who we're interviewing. We're going to have quite a few others join us um, listening wise um, as this as this space continues. Um, so I don't know, Steve, you know, uh, Rex and Les has, they've heard us before. They've heard everything that we do. Uh, we've had them both on more than once and, um, uh, they've heard your segues. Do you by any chance have a segue for tonight for our special guests, our, our legends of Rex Carroll and Les Carlson? Well, you know something, I gotta be honest. I, I'm a little bit of a, of, of a, astronomy kind of geek i i not not in a big way i've got a, a fan who or a friend of mine who's an amateur uh astrophotographer um uh, dr neil jenkins and uh, he he does amazing stuff but but I, I am interested and i gotta say i've been particularly interested in the new james webb space telescope uh and, and the great infrared images that we're getting back of, of of stuff in space that you know some beautiful things that only god has seen before but now we're getting to see some of that and so uh, like i say i'm just i've always i'm interested in space and and spaces and, and and i do find spaces really just intriguing to me um so i i, I guess it's appropriate that we're doing twitter spaces wow that was that was great um i I, that that was that was your best segue, the best I've ever heard. I I don't know um, what to say. I wept. Uh, yes, thank you, sir. I uh, knew it would. I knew it would bring less to tears. I knew that. Yeah, I'm still crying. <laughs> <laughs> so moved. All right, hey, and Rex, if you can hear me, um, if you accept the invitation to speak, you then then we'll be able to hear you. Just but, yeah, so you know, guys, I had to actually turn my mic on so when i don't speak i'm going to turn it off so that you guys can't hear the dishwasher go on or something like that you know very cool gonna, very, very cool, cool. Yeah, i like to know, be very cool you know less you know it's very seldom though i see you turn your mic off you know well that's true and this, <laughs> especially if it's wireless <laughs> yes hey rex how are you doing sir hello 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 can you hear me we hear you great, man. Good to hear you. All right. I'm embracing this new thing, this Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rex, it's good to hear your voice, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be great to see everybody next week. It's awesome. As you know, Les, I mean, uh, well, last time we had a great time until after the concert when, uh, of course, when, you know, the thing with Mike, but uh, up at yeah. But before that, I mean, we we had a great weekend before that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. it was it was it was awesome. Those it was were... the best, and what a shocker! I know, but you know, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, let, let let's take that just for a moment here. I mean, we we do need to get into that a little bit. Less, um, what do you have? What kind of update do you have for us as far as the family's doing? Um, we're all concerned and gr and grieving with everybody. Um, how's the family holding up through all this? 
Well, um, to be honest, I've, I've had maybe a couple conversations and, uh, I think, you know, everybody pretty much knows that anyone that's ever lost anybody before they, you know, they go through the waves of sorrow and then they're able to speak and then they lose it. And, you know, it's, that happens to me too. And this whole thing, because Michael's my best friend. Yeah. And he's gone. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's probably how they're doing. Only magnify that because he's a husband and a father. And, uh, yeah, that's how they're doing. Okay. Well, we've definitely been praying and uh, we were devastated. Everybody was devastated. And uh, I just wanted to take a moment just to honor the memory there and uh, and the, the shock and the devastation. Um, but you know what, God what God is doing there uh, with everybody it, it, continuing as we continue the journey is the best thing um, for all of us to do unless you, unless you're doing that to a certain degree. So why don't you go ahead and talk to us about what you have going um, with this project you're working on? Yeah, well, I'm continuing. You know, uh, prior to this, I had written a whole bunch of songs during the pandemic and picked up guitar and was writing music and lyrics and we were headed into a uh, Bloodgood album, a new Bloodgood album, and and uh, we were all submitting songs. And then when Michael had the stroke, we decided to just not do anything. And so I thought, well, I should just keep doing what I do. And um, and then unfortunately, as Michael has gone home to see Jesus, I'm pretty much just uh, going to do it, you know, do this album, do another album after that. I don't know. I'm just going to keep going. Basically, I'm going to keep going till he brings me home. And that could be five minutes, five days, five years, 50 years. I don't know. Whatever. Right. You know, I'm going to jump in there real quick. Uh, you know, Les, you and I were at, at a really nice uh, phone call a, a couple weeks back. And, you know, I think there's two things in, in what you just said there. First off, I love that expression you know, that Michael has, has, has gone home to Jesus. And I really think we need to just kind of hammer on that for just a moment. As Christians, yes, death is sad. No question about it, right? We have lost a loved one, um, be it a family member, friend, whatever. And as long as we are continuing on the earth, that person is no longer physically present with us. But as Christians, we can get excited about the fact that that this person knows Jesus and, and, and is getting to be with him and in his glory and in his presence. And so, honestly, I, I think a Christian has should have such a different perspective when it comes to death and really see it as that celebration. At the same time, yes, we go on and, and with the projects of life, because that's what Christ is all about, right? Christ is about life, bringing life restoring life, bringing back to life. And while we mourn our, our own personal loss, we continue the work of life. So I, re I really like both of the things that you said there and the way you were getting at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, that's the goal, isn't it? You stay in the race until you get to go home and see Jesus. So it's bittersweet. It's wonderful for Michael, sad for us. But we just got to keep going one foot in front of the other, keep praising God, focus on him, allow him to to mold us and shape us and turn us into Christ. You know, 
eventually. But until yep. the flesh is gone, I don't know if you're going to get there all the way, obviously. Mikey's there all the way now. Yep. Yeah. That's a powerful truth. But yeah, Stephen, Les, that's, that's, you know, it's, it's the reality and it's, it's the truth. And uh, it's, it's what we're, it's what, it's what you guys, it's why you guys do what you do, both of you on here. Um, and we know that from seeing why you do the music and hearing your hearts and understanding that. I can't believe I'm so stupid. What are you talking about? Man, 32 years ago, 32 years ago, I had a cassette collection that would blow the doors off anyone else. Really? Yeah, man, I had a big cardboard box full of cassettes. You name it, it was there. I'm talking about anything from Phil Kagi to Petra to Holy Soldier to Resband to Bride to Tamplin, to Leviticus, White Cross, Baron Cross, Neon Cross, you name it, it was there. Wow, I'd love to see that sometime. Well, that's just the thing. I'm just plain stupid. Why? What are you talking about? I don't have them anymore. I I'm sorry, what? I let them go. Some I gave away, others over the years of multiple moves, I just lost track. Well, we live and we learn. Well, that's just it. How can I learn from something like that? How could I possibly begin to rebuild my collection? Girder. I mean, what would really be great would be to rebuild my collection with CDs. I mean, streaming is great and all, but there's something about... A Girder. You know what would be great? If there was a company where I could go who could have all those those cassettes that I used to have in CDs instead of spending hours searching, I could just go to one company, one-stop shop. I'm sorry, what? Girder. Girder is just the place to rebuild your collection. They have it all. Petra, Resband, Bride, the list just goes on and on. Go to girdermusic.com today and relive those moments of great music you used to love. Wow, girdermusic.com. You're right. I'm looking at it right now. I can't believe this. I can I can rebuild my whole collection with CDs and even vinyl. So hey, I guess this means I'm not stupid after all. Um, the jury's still out on that one. So to shift gears, um, we got the Immortal Festival coming up here next week, actually, weekend. Um, what do you guys uh, anticipate? And I guess one of the questions would be, how does this relate to festivals that you did in, quote unquote, back in the day? Kind of things. Because uh, Steve, Steve and I were just talking about how, could you imagine if this festival was happening in 1987? You know, how incredible that would be. I'll give you guys my opinion about that. I, of course, uh, as Les will uh, agree, the the big rock festival in its day was the Cornerstone Festival. Yeah. And that was the big one. And um, since they have stopped doing Cornerstone, there's been other festivals. 
But this is uh, this is such a throwback. You're bringing in all the the bands that were in that uh, era that all came out at the same time. You're talking about Bloodgood. You're talking about White Cross. You're talking about Les, uh, Les Carlson now. Um, and you're talking about Baron Cross and uh, even Sacred Warrior is going to be there and some other groups. And there's some of the newer bands too, Chaotic Resemblance, who I really love uh, those guys too. But some of these old school bands that are coming out, um, you know, and we all came up at the same time. And uh, so I, I have been saying to a lot of people have been asking me about it basically ever since February. And I said, well, this is probably the event of the year for Christian rock, for, for the classic christian rock and it's like if you like that kind of music this this is it you know it's it's not going to get any better than this festival that's coming so in in my opinion that's it there's no there's no other place to be do do you guys have a sense that if this is successful and let's be honest there's got to be a certain uh response to it for the the um the venue to feel comfortable doing it again but if, if it's successful, do you think that this could become a maybe an annual thing? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, God bless the promoter. He's a wonderful guy and he has a lot of energy. And, um, you know, and he does concerts there all year long and he has other bands and he has different genres. Um, but, uh, Les, I don't know if you know, after we did, because uh, for those of our listeners who don't know, uh, Bloodgood and White Cross, uh, we played there together in February. Yeah. Um, and it was after that show and talking with the promoter, he was so impressed with with what happened uh, with the ministry and and um, with the, everything. And the, uh, it really made an impression on him that people came out. And this is kind of becoming more of a thing now that people – uh, they they do whatever they have to do. Uh, if that means getting on a plane to fly across country to come and come and see us, um, uh, because we're not necessarily out on tour all the time uh, like we'd like to be. But um, you know, they were just so impressed with uh, the turnout uh, that he said, "Well, let's do this again." So and that that led directly. That was a direct reason for having this festival now that, that we're, that's coming up next week. That, yeah. I, I, that is so cool. Do you, do you think, and again, both of you guys, do you think that the festival format uh, is, is maybe really the way forward, uh, especially for, at we'll say, you know, Christian hard rock and Christian metal um, perhaps is a better uh, opportunity than the, the individual bands going off on individual tours. No, I think they're both great. Yeah, this, this, they're both great because that's every band is, uh, you know, has different scenarios to what goes on with the band and how they're structured. But I think Rex and I would be road babies. You know, we're we would like to play all the time and, and do tours. Matter of fact, we should talk about it, Rex. But um, there you go. You know, one thing I'd like to say about this, and I really I really feel like, you know, when you look at what has just happened in our community, you know, we lost Kevin Whistler. We lost mm. Michael Bloodgood. We lost Ted Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Right. Um, I look at this and I and I realize I'm coming to a festival now to see Rex and Michael Fian and Ray Para and and uh, the guys from Baron Cross and 
all of us are getting together, um, you know, chaotic, all, all the guys, all of us that have been around. I think we might be looking at each other through a different lens. And, and less, think, if, less, if I could add on to that, yeah. uh, not only the other bands, but as you well know, the, the fans, we know so many of them personally by yeah. name because, you know, the same people that like Blood Good are the same people who like White Cross and yes. so forth. And we all have the same friends in the community. Yes. And, and, it, and it, Rex, what I'm saying is, you know what? I think it's going to be a weekend where all of us really appreciate each other in depth and yeah. we speak it and we live it and we show our love for one another because this is a big reminder. And that's what Jesus said. They'll know us by our love for one another. Mm -hmm. And I hope that we all see it. I hope that we see it with the bands and with the fans. And I just hope that it's a glorious time. So that, and I think it will be. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So we, um, what, as far as the, uh, set list, all of that, is there anything you can let us know here ahead of time of what is to be expected, uh, from either of you, as far as, um, what we are looking at? Yeah. Well, I posted my, my set list, I think publicly. So, oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I should do the same thing. Sometimes I do that. Um, uh, I'm excited uh, to let everybody know that, um, well, for the first time in in uh, over 20 years, White Cross is working on a new album mm. uh, with our new vocalist. And, um, well, we have to raise funds for that. So uh, I'm trying to do as much as I can without having to resort to Kickstarter or crowdfunding so we have pressed uh, a cd with three of our demos of songs that are going to be on the new album and uh, so we're bringing that along with every time you play people want to hear specific songs so we're doing all those songs and we're we're bringing in new material as well so i'm could not be more excited wow well, now you open the door there, Rex. So I do have to ask: um, any, what's the plan? When does that? When do you think that will be released? Well, in honor of the Immortal Festival, uh, the release date on the uh, the little three-song teaser disc is September second. We'll have it uh, at the show, and then we'll also have it in our online store. And also to go with that, we've commissioned uh, several new T-shirt designs um, that go with the forthcoming album. So, and we'll have those as well. And those are being released on uh, September second as well. So we'll have the shirts, we'll have the CDs, and again, the idea is, you know, is that, I mean, it's fun when you have new stuff coming out, and it's fun when there's new music. So we want to get people excited, and then they're helping to support us so that we can go into a big studio and do the, um, the full length album. Yes. Great. Now yeah. I ha also have to ask this Rex, um, is man in the mirror, one of them? Well, golly gee whiz. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just had to ask, just had to ask. <laughs> it, it could be. 
I'll, I'll have to go look at the set list. I'm not, I don't quite remember. <laughs> yeah, there's the team. Yeah, you're going to have okay. to talk to the leader, Rex, to see what he says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to Rex and see what he says. Yeah, there you go. So if you could tell everybody who happens to be listening, especially anybody who's not able to make the festival, where do they go to get your online store, Rex? Probably the fastest place to go is our White Cross Facebook page. Okay. Just look up White Cross Band on Facebook, and that's um, – we have a long history. I got to tell you, we have a long history of having websites that have been set up for us in the past and then hijacked. Later on, from our days of ignorance when we knew nothing about the Internet and so on and so forth, and so we've, we've lost uh, several domain names along the way. So we're still straightening that out. So the best place for us at the moment is – just on our White Cross page on Facebook. Very good. So I do think it's interesting when to talk to artists about their own kind of interests as fans. So who are you guys really looking forward to listening to or hearing at Immortal Fest and, and maybe any bands that you guys haven't heard yourselves in years that you're really kind of geeking out and going, man, I can't wait to hear these guys again. Actually, I love Chaotic Resemblance. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, those guys are amazing. And they remind us, I think, of what we were like when we were young. And, and you know, they're, they're in that same sort of vein. Uh, just Travis is a tremendous preacher. He's totally committed, He, you know, to Jesus. And you know it. And so I just love to see them. But, man, it's going to be great to see all the absolutely all the groups. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Baron Cross because we never thought they were ever going to play together again. Uh, but Steve Barhorse brought him in. Way to go, Steve. Wow. And um, and then, you know, I love, gee whiz, I mean, I, I'm just, I want to see them all. I really love the uh, your new singer. Is he named Robert? Rex? Yeah, David Roberts. David Roberts, yes. David, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was so impressed with him. He's just a wonderful guy. And what a great voice he's got. And then, of course, the guitar player that's in the band is pretty darn good, too. They got some guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, have, I don't know. That, they have, I've heard they have Dave Roberts and some guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. So, and I love your drummer, too. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Some other dude. Yeah. Michael Finn, <laughs> I think his name is. So. Um, Check the roster. So, I know that. You had asked me earlier what I was gonna, what I was gonna do, and I know Rex talked about what he was gonna do. So I did, I did post my set list, and uh, some of these titles obviously are not going to be familiar, but I will be doing seven songs off my new album, and I do have a single that's released called "He's Coming." Then I have another one that will be released that weekend called "I Want to Know You." It's all ready to be released. I think on the second, but it, it'll happen that weekend. And I'm doing a Kickstarter because basically I've already put the money up front and would like to get some of that back. As you know, we are passionate about what we have, but it does cost a lot of money to do these things. So I do have a Kickstarter. So if you guys want to get in on that, uh, feel free. And uh, but I I'm really looking forward to doing this new material, um, and uh, we had rehearsals last week, and yeah, 
I'm excited. So right. I even do, I've even got a song called Judas is Dead that Oz Fox and I wrote that I'm going to put just before crucifying Messiah. So uh, it's going to be part of the theatrical presentation, you know. Very cool. Wow. Yeah, great. And I just, folks, I just went to the, to the uh, Kickstarter site and just searched less, and there it is. I'm on it right now. So you can go there as well to see how you can support this project. Looks like you're about halfway to your pledged goal right now. So um, hopefully we can get you there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's just, uh, it's passionate for, uh, it's a passion for Rex and I, I know this. We just love to make music. And uh, who knows, maybe Rex and I will do something someday. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, there's a tease for you. No <laughs> kidding. I think there'll be a lot of fans. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, it's just, uh, it's just what you do every day, and it's in your blood. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting here uh, rehearsing my guitar and trying to get ready for next week. And um, I, I feel this, I would just echo everything that Les has talked about. And um, you know, there's another friend of ours who's going to be there is Pastor Bob Beeman. And I'm just so excited for him to come out. Yeah. Part of this, too. It just adds that's that's another element not to be overlooked. Um that we're bringing in, we're bringing in all these bands, but you know, the bands that are here that are still left are the bands that have a passion for music and they have a passion for, for God and for Jesus. And they have a passion for ministry and we want to see people coming into the kingdom and we want to see people becoming disciples and we want to see people becoming more like Christ as they go along. You know, we always, you, you mentioned the, the bands that are left, Rex, and, and, and the way you phrased that just kind of made me think, you, you think about all the bands that came out of the, really, you know, you start to kind of the Jesus music movement, late 60s, 70s, and of course exploding there in the 80s. If you think back to that day, and sometimes Wildman and I will joke, you know, well, I wish it was 1986 again, but in 1986, could you guys ever have imagined this kind of a fest happening that far out in the future that this this thing would be happening and these bands would would be doing what they're doing in the year 2022 no nah, not me i was a completely different person back then i was so driven uh in in everything that it was just everything was in the moment and everything is still in the in the moment but um yeah it's like it, it's just i i'm impressed uh when somebody says i'm in ministry for the long term then I like to see I like to see them in the long term, if they're still out there ministering, and then and that, that that's the proof of the pudding. Yeah, you know, back in 1986, like you say, in the we were planting the seeds. Then we were, you know, we were all called to uh, glorify Christ in our music, and we went out and we did it. So all these years later. It's, it's like, you know, a farmer goes out and plants his seeds and then there's a harvest. And so to look back now and realize, wow, it's, it's not just that generation, but that generation grew up and they've got kids. And, and, and then there's kids after that almost. And they're just still yeah. listening to the music that we did back then. And it's still relevant because it's the gospel. And, the, and you know, it, it's the same yesterday, today and forever. It's always... Right. current it's current yes. 
the truth, the word of God is fresh and new right now. Amen. And so our lyrics are never going to grow old. They're always yes. going to be right now. So that's the difference between us and other groups who, who you know, were going, girls, 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 or whatever. Well, that was good back then, but I don't know if it's going to hold up, you know, 30-some years <laughs> later. But when you talk in the gospel, it'll hold up all the way till the king returns. Mm. Wow, mm. That's, that is great. And let me tell you, Les, you know, you, you struck a little nerve there with me because uh, I've raised my kids in that vein. And my kids always are showing their peers your stuff, Rex's stuff, White Cross, Bloodgood, everything. And uh, many times, who's that? We've never heard of them. Oh, my dad listens to them. And it just went on to that. And so my kids have become um, following that same uh, vein, which I'm excited about. I'm excited to support what you guys do. Because when I was growing up, when I was in high school, you guys were. you guys. I mean, Petra, you guys... All of you, all of the music, you guys were like very much the discipleship for me uh, that what kept me going when I was surrounded by unbelievers, um, which would give me the boldness. And I just want to yeah. thank you guys again for that. That's that's awesome. Hey, you know, I wanted to I just wanted to add something. You know, Bob Beeman is coming. And uh, like Rex said, and it's just it's cool to have him. I mean, he's like the original guy, you know. But I got to tell you, it was it was really my wife's idea, Joyce. She said, you should tell Steve to get Bob Beeman. All right. You know, we got to give our wives credit, guys. I mean, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> she literally is the one. And, and, you know, there's another surprise I have. My wife is is really a great singer. She's a great rock singer. She's a great writer. And she is going to do a number in my show. No. And she is going to sing lead on a song that her and Craig Church wrote back in 19, I think it was 89, possibly, called Return Me to the Fire. And so at rehearsals, the guys were all going, wow, they were just blown away. And and so it's, I mean, I'm so honored to, to be able to give her the stage. She has deserved it. And she has been the road manager for Bloodgood all these years. She's She's done all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but she's a very dynamic singer and performer. So y'all are going to see something special. Wow. I got to tell you, Les, you may be giving confirmation to something. So the last episode of the Wild Man and Steve show in um, 2021, late December of 21, was our interview with Michael Bloodgood. And at the end of the interview, because we conduct our regular interviews via Zoom, and so we get to see the guest. And at the end of the interview, Marilyn came on and we brought up the idea then. Wonder if we should do something with the rock legends wives. <laughs> and and yeah. he was like, Oh, I don't know if anybody really want to hear from us. But I want to tell you something. I think there'll be a lot of fans that would love to hear 
from the the rock you know rock heroes wives and to yeah. hear some of those behind the scenes back in the day stories um i'm not sure that we shouldn't do that so wild man maybe we should make a note about that yeah, yeah well uh, you know uh, joyce has got a lot of stories i mean she and she's uh she's real funny great singer really intelligent she's put together my website she's she engineered my album on logic she's been getting all kind of kudos from everybody and and i'm you know i know i don't need to do this because i don't feel insecure <laughs> i just want to do it because she deserves uh to be heard and to get some recognition very cool yeah that's really cool yeah so can we you you mentioned the name uh steve barhorst earlier and yeah. for folks who may be listening or listening to this after the fact um, Steve Barhorst is the guy who owns the BMI venue over in uh, Versailles, Ohio, Yes, where really a lot of the great acts, both secular and Christian, uh, but especially the Christian bands, he's hosting. I mean, it's becoming really kind of the, the, yeah. the, the spot, especially in the Midwest. Absolutely. How, do you, how does Steve do it? I mean, how did Steve get, you mentioned like Baron Cross. People didn't think Baron Cross may ever get a chance to hear them play uh, live again. Saint's going to be there. How does he do it? You know what? I think he just feels so strongly about the, the gospel going forward. And he first witnessed this whole thing with Rex and I back in the Cornerstone days. I actually have a picture of him and his wife, Linda, with me at Cornerstone. And they're just one of those, hey, the fans take a photo with you kind of thing. And yeah. when we played there last February... They brought it to me and showed me, and I was blown away. I said, "Oh, oh my gosh, there you guys are!" So yeah. they're just they, they they grew up on us, and he's passionate to bring it. I know he really likes the Daniel Band too. They're going to be there, and so his heart is totally about the message of Jesus Christ, and he puts his money where his mouth and his heart is. And I'm telling you, I I admire him and have grown to really respect and love this man and his family. And I'm very grateful. So anybody that wants to come out, and even the prices that he's charging for this, they're, they're so modest, really. Modest, yeah. I mean, really. And this man, I, the, the, the uh, venue has got some of the best gear in the world, the staging, the lighting, I mean, this man has poured his money and his heart into this because he feels like this is a venue that can be used for the glory of God. And that's where he's coming from. Oh, absolutely. We, we spent some time talking with him back at uh, your guys' show, White Cross and Blood Good, back in uh, February. And he yeah. was talking about the money that he had put into all, all of that equipment. Uh, he's got such a great venue. Anybody who's been there knows this is a fun venue to see and hear and experience bands with your back in the back. you got a nice view kind of down onto the stage. If you up close, you just feel like you're just right intense, right in the middle of it. Um, yeah. Highly recommend this venue. Something oh, yeah. else, something else I want to add. And I know Rex will agree. The sound in the room is phenomenal. You would think it's like, would be this big barn or something. It sounds great, right, Rex? It's totally dialed in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it's and, a great room. It's a great, great room to play in. And guess what else? 
Chris Jericho is going to be there to introduce right. Baron Cross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, it's so you can't go. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong with this festival. There's, 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 there's nothing to complain about or gee, they should have got this guy or that guy. They got, they're all there. Everybody's there. Yeah. Now, obviously just the, the classic bands, we've, we've already been talking about them a little bit. Um, and of course you guys threw out the name chaotic resemblance as one of the newer bands. Who, who are any of the other newer bands that you guys are aware of or up and coming uh, bands that are going to be there in addition to chaotic? Okay. Um, I think fear not is, is just before me on Sunday night. Yeah, but they're, they've been around for, uh, they're, they go back to the nineties at least. Oh, okay. Early nineties. Uh, okay. And then, uh, deny the fallen. Is Ray Parra's band? Yeah, so that's a new group. But again, you're talking about Ray from Sacred Warrior originally. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, you know, you're talking about these. This is again. I go back. I go back to the Cornerstone Festival, and I say, hey, if you were a fan of the Cornerstone Festival, then this Immortal Festival at the BMI Center, this is it. This is the best. This is the event of the year. It's the place to be, and there's there's no better place to be. And you got and you got three days, and you got Labor Day weekend, so you still got a day off on Monday to recuperate. There you go. So yeah. there's there's and as Les was saying, the ticket prices are very modest um, for this incredible lineup that you're going to get. There's really no there's not really a good reason not to be there. <laughs> if this is your thing, then, then this is your festival. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want to say, "Oh, I wish I'd been there." And 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 as Les was saying before, um, really, you know, we in the bands, we we come, and I'm I'm speaking to everybody out there in Twitterland and and uh, out there in in our community of Christian rock lovers. We come to see you. And what what a great place for for all of us just to come and just to hang out and appreciate each other and love on each other and and just yeah. share this weekend together. It's going to be awesome. So I want to ask this. So Rick, you mentioned about uh, the, the White Cross uh, EP that you guys are going to have there. Mm -hmm. yep. um, I, I'm really curious for both of you guys, Rex and Les, um, what about any other additional merchandise from you guys? Um, we've talked on the Wild Man and Steve show a number of times about how visual hard rock and metal really are. Uh, everything from the stage shows to album covers to 
um, you know, the costumes often at times, uh, logos. I mean, we all, we who love this kind of music, we geek out on that visual stuff too. So, and of course, I know Les, you've got your new logo out for uh, the Les Carlson band. So, uh, any other kind of merchandise you guys are looking to have there? Oh, yeah. Like I said, uh, we're bringing, uh, I believe we're bringing in um, four new uh, designs that uh, some of them are. Some of them are just new designs, and some of them are are tailored to the new record that we're working on. So, so we're gonna have that. We've got some. Uh, we have the the old classic logo, and then we have a couple of new logos that we're that we're trying on. And uh, you know, and we'll let and people will decide. Uh, we'll 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 kind of keep track of of which shirts are popular, uh, which designs are popular, and then. Then of course I'm just excited to have some new music coming out, and uh, and we are working on the full length project. Uh, we haven't had that ready to go yet, but we are hard working on it, and and that is coming out. That is that is coming hot on the heels of our new little EP, and it's just a demo EP. It's not the it's not the fully produced songs, but it's something you know, just so people can get a taste. You know what, Rex? I like that. I mean, I, I like that you're going to do that. That's really cool uh, because um, our fan base really enjoy those sorts of things. Um, they like that that backstage kind of experience, that inside yeah. of, you know, your demo type stuff. And it's really a, a smart way to, to warm them up to the coming album. I think it's cool. Yeah, and we've, we've talked about it too uh, with the record label. It's going to be a limited... Now, for those people who are unable to get to the festival um, and pick up a copy directly at the festival, there will be some online. And like I said, our 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 Facebook page, our White Cross Facebook page, is unfortunately that's the best place right now until we get that sorted out. But um, but we will have uh, a limited quantity available online and. Um, when they're when they're gone, they're gone because uh, it's just demo CD, and then it and then it creates um, a little bit of collective uh, how do you collectibleness? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. If that's yeah. where you know we're not trying to like uh, flood the market with thousands of demo CDs. We're just putting out a small quantity. Yeah, also brilliant. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, yeah. demo, you know, at the end of the day, it's, that's cool. It's, it's a demo, so so you get something that is uh, is hopefully collectible. And I can tell you this: that the songs are amazing. And um, for anybody who is concerned, oh, White Cross is changing their sound or they're changing their message. Absolutely not. We are one thousand percent committed to ministry, and I just want to see people discovering a relationship with Jesus. And um, for those that know him already, I want to see people becoming disciples and becoming more Christ-like and growing in their faith and going, growing closer to God and, and, and finding out what their ministry is yeah. for them. So, and that, that's yeah. what we've always been about from day one. And that's, you know, as Les and I will be, we'll be walking that road uh, until God takes us home. That's it. That's all there yeah. is. That's right. Yeah, well, so what we can do now, guys, is the, the ability that we have tonight that we don't normally have when we do our podcast 
is we can open this up and uh, some of our listeners, anybody who's listening can ask you guys questions of what's going on here. If you guys are up for that, we can, it's like a, it's like a call in show, right? Sure. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like a talk show here. So uh, <laughs> everybody, yeah, we, we, we want to share the floor tonight with guys like Rex and Les, cause you and you and I are just stars already. You know, everybody knows. Yeah. That. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go to Mike now. Hey, Mike. Hey, Les and Rex, here they are. How you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm doing great. And I, I just, give all glory and thanks to God for this. Um, I just get emotional. Uh, just thank you guys. Yeah. Speechless. Yeah. I, I, uh, both of you and white cross <clears throat> blood good has meant, uh, an awful lot to me over the years and, uh, just grateful to God for that. I knew I'd get like this. Uh, and I, uh, I'm, I'm just grateful to God uh, for you guys. I got a grandson and a daughter's uh, uh, 25th birthday party uh, out in the other room. But I saw this notification, and I, I'm kind of blown away that uh, this is happening. And I want to thank uh, the Reverend and uh, Steve for having this. And uh, I am just so grateful and so thankful for. Uh, how you both have blessed me uh, for a long time, and um, I just appreciate you. That's all. I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. That is wonderful news to hear from you, and um, Lord continue to bless you and your family both. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike, so much. Thank you. God bless you. Happy birthday to your daughter. Happy birthday. Okay, thanks, Mike. Yeah, there you go. Yes, thank you, Mike. Uh, Mike, Mike's a great guy. We follow him on Twitter, and uh, he's always quoting encouraging scriptures and encouraging quotes, um, and anything that's put out about, about the gospel, he does everything he can to promote that. So, Mike, we want to thank you for all that you do uh, to support the message as well. So thanks, now Mike. we go. Now we go to David C. McGuire. I should say, Reverend David C. McGuire. David, how are you doing, sir? Um, I'm, yeah. How are you guys doing? Great. Yeah. My, don't mind the echo. I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner. So, uh, but first of all, you know, as a as a minister, it smells good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. it must be good. You can smell it. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, as a pastor myself and minister of the Lord and, you know, first of all, that you guys are still going strong. First kudos and, and of course, praise and glory to God. And I think I think our audience out there needs us. some encouragement, you know, in a day and age where things don't don't seem very easy. Things are getting harder. Right. And, and it seems, you know, we, we blink our eyes and maybe another minister of the Lord or another Christian seems to have dropped off and no, and no more of that. But you guys are a good example. And and could you give the audience perhaps some words of encouragement? Like, how do you press on through even when quit looks good? Because we all know we all get there at times, right? So what do you guys do when quit looks good? And then to keep on pressing on for Jesus. Man, I can tell you that... Uh... I've had events where uh, one time our, our ride broke down and we're sitting at uh, by the side of the highway at one in the morning and I'm wondering what are we even doing out here and why am I even doing this? 
And then the next day we had one of the greatest concerts that we ever had. And, um, it's, if you've been called to this music ministry, you just do it and you don't question it. Right. Plus you just, we just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. We have those stories. I mean, um, I remember in Germany, we were, um, we were just out, I mean, just out in this bus and truck thing somewhere in the Thule's in Germany. We had just been in England and Striper was at the Odeon and the big marquee and everything. And we're out, we're out in the bush, you know. <laughs> and I said to the Lord, I said, so uh, why are we not playing some of those other venues and instead of just being out here in these little clubs? And, and the Lord very clearly said, because you're willing. And that's all I needed to hear. Because yeah. that's truly where our hearts are. And when you first said this, David, the thing that came to mind with me was, how do we do it? To me, I have a love affair with Jesus. It's like, I don't, I don't want to do anything but continue to love him, no matter what the circumstances, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how wonderful it gets. I consistently want to be in love with my Savior. And I mean it. Because I had... I've been so transformed from the guy I used to be to the, to the guy that I became after I met Christ. And that's just where it's at with me. It's a commitment to death, to life. There you go. That's why I love that. I love affair with Jesus, right? Because yeah. once we come to Jesus, and he, you know, for real, and he just transforms us from this mess of a wreck we used to be there's no going back, is it, right? There, there's no going back. And nobody does it like him. There's no, he, there's no condemnation in him. He's able to reach us without making us feel condemned or, or shameful. Or, you know, he doesn't apply that to us. We apply that to ourselves. But he doesn't. He's yeah. total love, and he's crazy about us. Well, I appreciate you guys, you know, encouraging people. And I appreciate everything that you guys do for the Lord. And, of course, I appreciate the music. You know, to me, it's the best genre of music, and it glorifies God, right? I can have my cake and eat it, too. <laughs> yeah. Good to me. All right. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks, hey. David. Yeah, thank you, David. David has a church in uh, Texas, and he does a lot of online uh messages. And uh, if you ever want to catch him, just look up David C. McGuire and He'll let you know when he's on, and he does a great job of ministry down there. So, so Les, um, you mentioned something there, and I, I don't want to belabor this too much, but you kind of got me thinking about something, um, which is the uh, the whole idea of the gospel, giving your heart to the Lord. And I remember several years ago hearing you speak, um, I mean, and we're talking probably close to 20 years, something like that. It sticks out in my mind. You said, back then— when you gave your heart to the Lord, it wasn't just, you know, well, now we're Christian, but it was something much more meaningful than that. Um, can you kind of expound on, on that, even to this day, about what, what, what that means to you right now? Well, um, I mean, I was, uh, my wife and I were, we were working together as performers, and uh, we had just about signed with ICE, they were the biggest radio promoters in America at the time. Mike Flicker from Heart, producer of Heart from Seattle, was going to be the producer. 
Um, we had radio stations behind us and the people that were signing us actually were paid from major labels to get hits on the radio. And we were going to sign with them directly. And we were headed for some big time stardom. Uh, but just before we got signed, they got busted by the FBI for payola. So our life got really switched, you know, like, oh, well, that didn't happen. And then uh, Joyce and I began to kind of go off in different, dis you know, different directions because I was more rock and she was more, you know, funk and disco kind of thing. And we were kind of drifting apart. But anyway, long story short, Jesus stepped in mm. and, you know, Michael wrote Never Be the Same. And uh, I have never been the same. I honestly, when I met Jesus, I... I, I can't describe it. I, I was just, my life was just flipped around. And I even thought, you know, I, I didn't even know if my wife's even going to love me anymore. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going with Jesus. This is it. I'm giving it all up. I'm giving up rock and roll. I don't want to be a rock star. I don't want it. I just don't want it. I just want him. And uh, what happened was he turned around and gave it back to me. And so I've never really, even though people see us as you know, rock singers, maybe even rock stars to some degree, whatever. But in my heart of hearts, that's something that I do because he allows me to do it to glorify him. Um, I don't do other things than that. And uh, so it's it's been a major, you know, I mean, as far as music goes, I, I just, uh, he just changed me. I was really, I was an okay guy, but man, I was all about myself. I was all about making it. And I just, when I saw myself after, when I saw videos of myself and everything, you know, doing sympathy for the devil on stage very dramatically. And, you know, and I saw that and I was like, wow, I'm kind of embarrassed, Jesus. And he mm -hmm. said, don't be embarrassed. I, I love you. But, you know, I was just, going, I don't ever want to do that again until he opened this up. And I went, okay, well, all right, I'll do it for you. And here yeah. we are, like you say, all these years later, and right. there's, a, there's a whole field of people that have come to the kingdom because of this music. And uh, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah, and every time you sit down to work on a new piece of music, and inevitably this little... Um, little esoteric questions and philosophical questions uh, come into your mind like, why am I even doing this? Um, and then it, every time you're writing a new lyric uh, or a new song, you have, you end, you end up, at least for me, I end up having a little conversation with myself as well, because I love the Lord and I want people to be blessed by this song that is that i'm embarking on and you proceed with the creative process and then when it's done you're just tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it um just to make sure that everything is done to glorify the lord and um you know he he gives us the opportunity to praise him in this lifetime because that's surely what we'll be doing when we get to heaven. He doesn't need any of us to praise him. He can take an inanimate object 
know, you can take a rock off of the street and it can grow a mouth and it can open its mouth and sing praises to the Lord, but he chooses to give us the opportunity to praise him. So when I, whenever I play music or write music in any, any situation that I'm in, it's always in the name of the Lord and it's always to his glory. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Pretty awesome. Yeah. And you know, that that's, not to not to reiterate that too much, but it, that that's why I I would say, and I'm sure Steve would agree as well. That's why you guys have the following that you do, um, and that's that's because both of you, um, that's the purpose, that's the goal, that's what you're trying to do. You know, God, God guide us, God ordain us, um, yeah. and and that's what is encouraging to see you guys do that, um, and it's just incredible. So now uh, it looks like Susie. I believe we know this person, Steve. Um, Susie's requesting to speak here. I think everybody here. Knows oh, I think Susie. I think I think we do. <laughs> Susie, the merch girl. Yes. All right, Susie. How are you today? Welcome. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. There now. you go. Hey, Susie. Hey. How's everybody doing? Hey. Awesome. Good. Hey, Rex, I will be your merch queen for next weekend. Yes, I know. Okay. And we got a bunch for Yay, you. Yay, I'll sell you out. Um, I have a question for Les. Okay. Who's coming to play with you next weekend? Oh, okay. Well, he's, so, got, a, he's got a beatbox. Yeah. And he's got a Farfisa organ that if it's really cool because if you play the low notes with your left hand, then you don't need a bass player. <laughs> Rex, <laughs> Rex, I told you not to tell anybody, dude. Oh, man. So, okay, so I have um, on drums, I have uh, Jeffrey McCormick from Seattle. Um, on bass, I have Ricky B. Rogers. Uh, on guitar craig church and on the other guitar i have uh paul jackson love it that's gonna be amazing they are all phenomenal players and um yeah and then i have my wife also singing some harmonies with me (laughs) and uh she's gonna do a song but um yeah and uh it's it's gonna be a lot of fun Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. See you next weekend. Okay, Susie. Bye, Rock. <laughs> Bye, Suze. Susie, everybody knows Susie. She loves to sell the merch and promote the bands and to promote what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Um, I yeah. think Susie has seen, uh, you probably know, but I would say she's probably seen White Cross about 40 or 50 times. Uh, not quite that many, Rex. No. Okay. Hey, hey, Susie, didn't I meet you at the Quality Inn that that morning? Yes, you did. Yeah, and you were offering to give us a ride. You're so sweet. You're awesome. Yeah, that that's me, Crazy Susie. All right. That's I <laughs> love that. Yeah, perfect and wonderfully made. Aw, thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, we okay, will still leave next? it. Yeah, we'll leave it open for a few. All right. See ya. Bye. We'll leave it. We'll leave it open here for a few more minutes to see who else uh, uh, wants to join in. Um, we won't. We won't stay on too much longer. Um, and we're going to bring on Tina. Tina, welcome. How are you doing? Hello. Yes. Hi, hi Tina. Tina. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Rex. Hi. How's it's it going? going? Well. 
All right. So, um, David kind of stole my question, which was going to be how you kind of keep pressing forward and, and, and keep in Christ-centered with, you know, the pressure, especially in the music industry that you get, you know, from kind of the secular format that they have. But um, I wanted to kind of go back and just share with you and thank you guys so much for, for staying strong, for focusing on, you know, keeping your music Christ-centered. And I just wanted to kind of tell you kind of my little story. You know, I and I was an 80s girl and I had never heard your music until, I don't know, two, three years ago. And I was I was always a rocker chick, loved rock and roll music. And I was on YouTube looking for music and I had been listening to a lot of uh, Christian genre music. And for some reason, you guys came up as White Cross and I listened and it was such a different vibe. I, you know, I love rock and roll. I love the guitar. And but there was something that was in it that was just uplifting. And I didn't even realize it was a Christian song until I heard it like four or five times in a row. And I just felt different. I felt um, the love for the music was even bigger, but I didn't have that oppressive feeling that I typically somehow took away from music. So since then, I've, I've just, you know, dug into your music, you know, Rex, you know, different bands, everything. It's been amazing. And I sure hope you guys keep it up, keep writing new music because, you know, the world today needs it. We need it really bad. Yeah, for sure. Is, uh, are you coming out to the festival next weekend? By I chance? wish I could. My son is getting married and I have a lot of family oh. coming in. So, All right. Well, that's certainly important, too. So, well, yeah, we have new music. Les is going to have new music. Um, uh, I have new music coming out. Uh, White Cross has new music coming out. So it's uh, the the spigot doesn't get turned off until the Lord takes us home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was just thinking, what That's a perfect right. place for the wedding reception, you know? I mean, just yeah. a thought. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe I'll just drag everybody there. Wow. These these, these guys are all just a bunch of wedding bands. Yeah. Guys, I was just curious. I got to thinking about that, and, and especially you know, hearing Tina said she wasn't going to be able to be there. Um, it, do you know is any aspect of the festival going to be filmed? Um, I I think we're going to film our show. And, and and then do you think would you, if you're pleased with it, do you think you might release that at some point? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah, and or you know, one at a time or something like that. I would say, yeah, that's in the realm of possibility. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good. I like that possibility. Yeah. 
Yeah, we all do. Well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this. If somebody wanted to record the whole thing, you want to talk about how popular the Trenches of Rock film has been in terms of the you know the background on blood good and that that sort of thing um you know the jesus music movie that came out uh how popular that was i want to tell you something if there were a concert film from immortal fest i'm serious people Mm. would snap that dvd up like crazy oh yeah yeah be like woodstock right only only christian there you go (laughs) yeah yeah well, yeah. it's the it is the of the year for the Christian rock bands. I mean, it is it's the place to be for sure. Yeah, sure. Question that I wanted to ask both of you guys is um, with the idea of festivals and concerts and and talking about the future of music. Steve and I have talked about this for a long time. The whole idea of the future of music, where music is heading, where is all that going now? Um, all of us have beat our, you know, uh, been on the soapbox about how much we're disappointed in some of today's music and so forth. Um, but we always want to ask, what is your um, advice to any aspiring musician who's listening right now? Well, my advice is just to check and see if we're talking about Christian music or just music in general. Um, well, primarily, I would it's music in general plus um, the idea of anybody who sees it as a as a ministry. Yeah, because that's kind of what music, we're talking about. Yeah. Music is for every for everybody to enjoy. It's, it certainly falls under the realm of God's creation, and it, uh, there's no doubt that music is a language, just like we have different languages around the world, different spoken languages, different languages. And this is why this is why people get so crazy about their favorite bands. And their favorite artists, yeah. because there's something about music that connects with everybody. As far as the people going into music, um, I think if you have something to say that will not come out any other way, then then you need to make your album or your song and do whatever it is that you need to do. And it, there's a voice inside you that's coming out. And with, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, if, if I could sing, if I could sing like, uh, Scott Wenzel or David Coverdale, I'm sure that I would, or Les Carlson, but I can't do any of those, but I can play a guitar. So, uh, you know, so I do everything that I can do on guitar and that's, um, my way of just sharing with the world, uh, the heart that God has put into me and it, and it does provide me a platform to write songs that um, lift up his name. So um, you can't, you can't be looking at music as a way of, of earning a living or anything else. It's just something that you either you do it or you don't. And, and if you do it, then just do it with wild abandon and let it all hang out because we're here today and we're gone tomorrow. Yep. Well said, well said. (laughs) That's just my, and that's just my perspective. Unless you may have a different perspective, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think that, I, I think it's a sort of a just kind of a gift, you know, a gifting that we have, and I think that gift is there for a lot of people, and they're either afraid to open it or they, they have been told that if they go down that road, you know, it's going to be a tough road or whatever, but. Um, 
hey, when it's when when it's in you, like it's kind of like to me, it's like the, in the old circus days, people used to say we got sawdust in our veins, you know. I I can't do anything else that I love as much as singing, performing, and now playing my guitar, writing songs. Uh, there's a there's a real gift that God has provided in it. I mean, the way that you feel when you are literally making tonal, I mean, music with tone, and it does something to us. Music is a gift from God. And it's a way of connecting with people from around the world that you never would have met any other way. Yeah. It's like I see half the people on this uh, that are listening in right now. Scott, I see you out there, and and I and Susie and Tina and the rest of you guys. Um, you know, I never would have met anybody, any of you guys, if it hadn't been for music that brings us all together. So I'm grateful. Yeah. Thanks for practicing all those years too, Rex. Oh, practice gets in. It's a, it's a killer. It doesn't get any easier. <laughs> but you've been, mm, does it? Dude, you it just doesn't in rehearsal. I mean, geez, Louise. Yes, yeah. it would be nice to to get past all that, but it comes down to the fundamentals. You got to sit down and play scales every day. Yeah, just to maintain. Just to maintain. I know it's crazy. This has been great, and uh, we just want to thank you guys for joining us. We want to thank everybody for listening, and we want to thank two of my heroes, and I know they're Steve's heroes as well, joining us oh, yeah. uh, for this time. Um, this has been great. Um, so final words. I know the festival is next weekend. Um, anything else either of you would like to say before we go? I'm grateful for everybody here. I'm grateful for the festival. I'm grateful for all of our fans. I'm also grateful for all the fans of all the other bands. I'm grateful for all the other bands, and mostly I'm grateful for Jesus. So that's my story, and that's where I'm going to leave it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, Rex. I think that's exactly what I would have said as well. So everybody, you know what? We look forward to seeing you. If you don't make it, pray for us. Pray for the little, pray for the little um, chances that we may have, the little meetings that we may have with certain people. There's probably going to be some brokenness there. Uh, use Rex and I in a way that you know that we can speak. God speaks through us to encourage or even draw people to the reality of Christ. So, your prayers would be appreciated, and um, make it next year. Sure. Amen. Absolutely. Les, would you mind closing us out with prayer right now? All right. All right. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for Wild Man and Steve that they uh, have a passion to to put this uh, this podcast, this, this show together that they've been doing. And uh, I know that they have a calling on their life and they're essential to this community. So I do pray that you'd bless them and continue to bless them. Lord, I pray that you'd protect all the people that are coming to the event uh, and getting there, that we'd hear great stories and miracles at things that happen. And uh, Lord, we just say to you right now that all of us, that we want to, to, to be in step with you, not to just walk with you, but to actually be in cadence, to be in step with where you're headed. You say turn left, we'll turn left. You say turn right, we turn right. Go straight, we'll go straight. 
God, we want to hear your voice. And I pray that for myself and for everyone listening. Jesus, you are awesome. We are blessed because of you. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. All right. Beautiful. Thanks for all of you guys. I can't wait. I'll see you next week. All right. Love you, Rex. Sounds great. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye, everybody. The Wild Man and Steve Show is now partnering with New Release Today. Find out more about them at newreleasetoday.com. And don't forget to check out our website, where you can also leave us a review at wildmanandsteve.com. Sounds like rock and roll to me.